0: When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I just thought it was lovely that it starts in this, um, when the Lord turned again. Uh, Another version has it that the The Lord is restoring to restore the fortunes of Zion. The Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. And as we've said before, it's so just like the situation that the church finds itself in at this present time. In a type of captivity where we seem to be bound and unable to come out into the bright sunshine of the Lord's glory, unable to come out and express in any way what the Lord has graciously done for sinners. Unable, we find ourselves unable, just, we don't feel, well, I don't feel to have that power of the Holy Spirit that others have had, to be able to uh, preach the gospel in a way that really does affect people in this 21st century, with all the distractions that are up, in the world, I, I live in a house with 2 stepsons, and they're, they're twins. They're 25 years of age. And my, they have so many distractions. They have, their lives are so taken up with the world and all the world has to offer. What gospel can break through that? Well, we know, of course, the gospel is not fettered. The gospel is not bound. Well I just wanted to start off by saying it's lovely, the Lord restores, the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. It's the Lord, the Lord does it, it's of the Lord totally. Any revival is of God, it's the Lord's work, it's the Lord's salvation, it's the Lord that does the work in our lives and our hearts, it's the Lord that does the saving, it's the Lord that does the turning. It's the Lord that does the restoring of his own church. And it's to the Lord we give the glory to this day. And it's to the Lord we pray, Lord, turn us. Lord, save us. Lord, restore us. We There are other scriptures that indicate that the Lord himself is The cornerstone of the church and everything that happens in the church is built upon that cornerstone of the Lord Jesus Christ. And first Peter chapter two, verse six, it says, first Peter chapter two, verse six says, we're off also. It is contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion. A chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth in him shall not be confounded. There is a chief cornerstone that's laid in Zion, in the church, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And everything builds upon that. Everything is controlled by the Lord Jesus. The timing of revival, the impact of revival, the scope of revival, where revival happens is all based upon and just in the Lord's will. And we have this great hope that the Lord will hear our prayers, that the Lord as being the chief cornerstone of the church and everything built upon him, that the Lord will hear and the Lord will act and turn us again, turn our captivity, turn the captivity, of his own people, his church. And it's wonderful that the Lord restores. The Lord is a restoring God. The church, we have strayed. We have gone away like so many uh, generations of his own people. But the Lord does the restoring. Isn't it? Isn't he so gracious to us that he restores? He brings us back. He draws us with, with bands of love. He doesn't set out to destroy us. No, quite the opposite. He sets out to encourage us, to encourage us to pray, to draw us to himself, to soften our hearts, to prepare us for this great work of revival. This is the Lord's restoring work. And the Lord sends his Holy Spirit. If we read on down in that lovely psalm, the Lord has done great things for us. We're all for glad. Oh, how wonderful. How, what, what a lovely thing to look forward to. The Lord are doing these great things in the church. Turn again our ca- captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. The streams in the south. Water where there ought not to be any water. Water in a barren land. The Holy Spirit. We do pray that the Lord send the Holy Spirit In this church, that we would indeed turn from being a barren land, a wilderness, into streams, streams in a desert place. It's lovely that just when we consider in this psalm, the Lord does so much for us, and the Lord is at work all the time, and the Lord has a timing for this revival that we we've been praying for for so long and it's based on the Lord, is the Lord himself that initiates this great work. It's the Lord himself that helps us come together in prayer. It's the Lord himself that will bring this wonderful work of revival, as we've been praying, to a culmination, to a time when the Lord himself will break in. So I was was encouraged. I I listened back to uh, Stephen's uh, word back in July, on this particular psalm, and I find it so encouraging that in the day that we're in, the Lord is doing something, even when it seems that there's nothing happening on the surface, when it seems that the whole world is against the Christian church, the Lord is at work, and the Lord's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So as we come to pray to the Lord, to make our requests known to the Lord, it's just lovely to keep this in mind. It's all of the Lord, and the Lord will bring it to pass. Blessed be the name of the Lord.